0: This is an All Ears English podcast episode 2140. The subtle differences between American and British English with Luke's English podcast. Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we have friend of the show, Luke Thompson from Luke's English Podcast. We talk about the key differences in how Americans and British people respond to the question, how are you? And other subtle differences between British and American English. Listen in today. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team, but it can be time consuming, reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com A-E-E. Just go to Indeed.com A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast i-n-d-e-e-d dot com slash a-e-e. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Hello, Luke. Welcome back for, what, the fourth time to All Ears English. Glad to have you on the show.
1: It's great to be back, Lindsay. We were just saying before we started recording that I think it's, uh, yeah, it's been quite a few years since we last spoke but uh, we've known each other for a long time we've been in the podcast game now for a few years haven't we <laughs>
0: We a few years we are the ogs of the podcast game at this point <laughs> i think luke i'm so glad to have you so for any new listeners that we have i would love to take just a minute to introduce you so guys today on the show i have luke thompson from luke's english podcast he's an english teacher and a stand-up comedian from the united kingdom and is the host of the award-winning show luke's english podcast so for nearly 15 years luke has been using his english teaching experience and stand-up comedy skills to create podcast episodes which educate and entertain his audience of English learners around the world and Luke we had you your most recent appearance on all ears English was episode 850 that was back in 2020 before the whole world changed
1: oh gosh yeah (laughs) yeah it's a different world
0: it's a different world so for our listeners guys you can go check out that other episode to catch up but today first of all Luke uh your life you're in Paris now you're living in this amazing city of Paris house life in Paris
1: yeah, life in Paris is great. Uh, I mean, it's you know, it's a little different to what you see in the in the films and right. the the, like the Disney animations and of stuff. Course. And you know, I I do talk about this in my stand up because I do stand up here in English, oh, and we get lots of lots of tourists and a lot of American tourists come. And so it's quite fun to pl- play with their expectations of what the city's like. Of
0: course. we I envision you in cafes all day writing <laughs> poetry, Luke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah, there's a cafe culture. People do spend a lot of time sitting around in cafes and stuff. Sure. How much poetry is being written? uh you know it depends let's say writing Uh, comedy
0: let's say writing comedy
1: yeah maybe writing podcast introductions oh
0: my gosh but that's so exciting so i bet living in another country outside of the uk has let you reflect on your own country right usually that's what happens when we go abroad we have a chance to step back and think about our own culture compared to other cultures today i'm excited to have you on to talk about some key differences that you've noticed between british people british people and american people we're talking about communication style pronunciation vocab you have a whole bunch of great stuff for our listeners today so we're excited to get into it
1: yeah, yeah 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 that's this is what we decided to talk about and yeah I, i've been researching it and stuff and i've got just so much there's so much stuff wow but i don't want to give the wrong impression right because um you know learners of english you know uh, are probably very aware of the fact that there are these two different versions of English, right? Yeah. And, you know, people give advice and they say that you should just use one, you know, don't mix it up too much. But I don't want our listeners to get the impression that this is a, a, a more of a, you know, a bigger thing than it actually is. I think that uh, the vast majority of, you know, like f- in, um, for the most part, American English and British English are exactly yeah. the same.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. And there's
1: a huge amount of crossover in terms of, you know, what we share. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, we are having a conversation now where we could just completely understand each other. Yes. It's just t- totally normal. There's no sense that we have to make an adjustment. I wasn't yes. thinking, oh God, I've got to speak to an American person later. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm ready to, you know, <laughs> right. there's no sense of that. It's all, it's, it's so similar. Yeah. But then there are these little differences mm-hmm. which can become apparent when you meet someone and then you, you know, you just notice the accent or notice certain words that are being used and then you, you think, oh, you're from the States, aren't you?
0: Yeah, you know? and that's a good point, Luke. And we're going to get into those differences now. But, you know, at All there's English, our motto is always connection, not perfection. Come back to connection. And there's no reason why you should not be able to connect with a British person if you have mostly been learning American English or learning English in the States. There's no reason, right? So you're saying there's no barrier to connection. We're here talking just as any person would from the same country. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that.
0: Yeah. Yes, Very good. Yes, Good stuff. So let's get into it, Luke. So what would be the first bucket that you want to talk about broadly around communication styles? Have you noticed anything, especially being out of your own country, maybe meeting British and American people in France? What have you noticed around differences in the way we communicate in England versus the US?
1: Yeah, it's quite hard to put my finger on it. And again, I don't want to make Great sweeping generalizations, yeah, of you know, uh, because obviously it depends on each, each individual and stuff like that. But I would say, um, for the most part, it, it reflects something about the cultures of our two countries. Right? If you think mm-hmm. of American culture, the sort of prevailing culture in the United States, which is a sort of positive pragmatism, you know, the sort yeah. of individual work ethic and the search the idealism, the search for freedom and justice and these, these sorts of things, right? Yeah, yes. This is kind of like the spirit that the United States is built on this kind of positive, uh, hardworking spirit.
0: Right? Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Historically. Yes.
1: Agreed. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's obviously everywhere's changing all the time, but Mm -hmm. I think this is, there's certain truth in this as a foundation of sort of American culture, right? It's built on Mm -hmm. these values and this is reflected in in behavior and then in communication style. So, you know, like just interactions or maybe uh, initial interactions, greetings, that sort of thing. Like when you meet someone and say hello to them, or when you start a podcast episode with someone, or even just looking at the difference between your show and my show, like all is English (laughs) is just so positive and upbeat and energetic. And that doesn't mean that my show is like kind of lethargic and depressing. No, no, no. It's not. But so to get into the specifics, I would guess that sort of, you know, American communication style to an extent reflects those those values, right? Uh, There's a positivity, there's a upbeatness, a kind of yes we can, friendly politeness. Mm -hmm. You can talk about success, you can talk about achievements, and the focus is on being a bit more positive. Whereas in the UK, I don't know why this is, maybe we feel the weight of all of our history and traditions. Yeah. And the fact that there's there's traditionally a class system in the UK, so everybody knows their place, you know, mm-hmm. so so we we tend to be a bit more, maybe a bit more understated, uh, a bit more self deprecating in our communication, maybe even a bit more ironic, you know, yes. for example, if yes. you just simply say, you know, how are you doing? Or how are you? To an american person i mean That's how would you I, how, do you, yeah. how that, do you respond to that well
0: that was a litmus test. i was just going to ask you like how should you respond in american culture you really generally we say on our show we talk about this it's not a question it's a greeting and you respond with a greeting waving back great doing well doing fine you know, how it's great things are good yeah right? great so doing positive, well doing
1: fine positive. exactly Everything's it positive, would be yeah. weird
0: it would be a downer <laughs> to say oh i i missed the buzz on my way to work this morning and i couldn't get my kids off to school people don't really want to hear that initially because it's more of a greeting what about in england what well is... this is
1: true in yeah. the uk too we don't okay. we don't do that we, we don't say hi how are you oh, i'm feeling like so upset <laughs> you know we don't complain instead what we do is that's why i said that maybe we're a bit more ironic or something yeah so it's very typical in the uk to say hi how are you oh not too bad could be worse
0: yeah so you're being a little ironic yeah i like it can't like you
1: it. know can't complain mustn't grumble.
0: Could be worse. Mustn't grumble, right? So there's an undertone. Very typical. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's an undertone yeah. of
0: sarcasm, right? <laughs> yeah, but,
1: yeah, I suppose so. It's like an odd sense of like maybe double negative. Oh, it's yeah. not too bad. It's, it's not, not too, so. It, so it's like to, oh, yeah. It would normally be bad, but today's not too bad, so that's good.
0: <laughs> as opposed to in the US, things are good. I'm doing well, right? Yeah. A little bit more straightforward, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fascinating yeah, right. and that's a mm-hmm. subtle difference but it's it's it does yeah it's important to know and i have noticed the same thing with my british friends um makes total sense luke it's fascinating i
1: like but there's it, another luke. one there's another one as well which is like uh how are you doing oh you know surviving yeah
0: <laughs> yeah if you respond uh, that way in the states people do take you a, a bit more literally right, right? Yeah. So
1: if you said, oh, h- how are you, Luke? Oh, you know, surviving. In America, you'd be like, oh my God, are you okay? What's are you good? in
0: crisis? Is there something going yeah. on? Right?
1: Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDSE. <laughs> so, you know, basically overall, we're just a bit more reserved, maybe a bit more understated. Yeah. Perhaps... We use irony and sort of humor in there. We don't want to be too chipper and positive all the time because, you know, it could rain at any moment,
0: okay. Um, okay
1: so so it's basically like, don't get your hopes up. In America, it's like, yes, we can. And in yeah. Britain, it's like, mm, I don't see why not.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So <laughs> that's a good way to start it off right with that basic idea. And again, we're not going for big, broad stereotypes, right? These are just things that you have observed over the years, especially being abroad and just having American friends, I'm sure. And, and talking to people from different cultures. Yeah. Let, let's get into some uh, more specifics here around the language, Luke. Um, what would you say around pronunciation? Maybe we can talk for a second about pronunciation differences. What do you notice? between Americans and British people?
1: So there are certain things which are sort of the obvious differences, which, you know, many people will probably be aware of if they've looked at this at all. You know, there's quite a lot of stuff on online about the differences and stuff. And Mm -hmm. so in terms of pronunciation, we, you know, we have things like certain certain sounds like uh, R sounds. Uh, Mm -hmm. American English is a rhotic language, for -hmm. the most part, whereas Mm -hmm. I mean, okay. What I should say is as well before I start getting into specifics about language is that so we're talking about British and American English, yes. but of course within those countries there's a huge variety. Of course, in, in the accents and, and even dialects, right? So yeah. in America, you know, there's going to be a difference between different accents from around the country, and exactly the same thing in the UK. Yes. So what what I'm going to compare is a sort of is what's called General American,
0: mm-hmm. right? Standard, and- yeah.
1: Just like standard american pronunciation which is non-region specific let's say yes and then a kind of british equivalent for that which would probably be modern received pronunciation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's how i speak and i think you probably speak using general american so we're probably quite a good benchmark for those two different accents right
0: correct yeah i don't have a strong regional accent exactly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah um so So between those two accents, so R sounds like Mm -hmm. in American English, um, you know, at the end of words when you have an R at the end, or maybe if the word is, if the letter's been preceded by a vowel, then, Mm. you know, you you hear that R. So in words like car, how how do you say these words? Car, hard, market, computer.
0: Yeah. So I I go with the hard R. So car, car, hard, er, market, Mm. computer, er. Computer
1: yeah car computer you got it you got it <laughs> so uh, uh with british english that are it doesn't really get rounded you doesn't know rounded. Mm-hmm. so we end up with car hard market computer computer and in yes. other words like teacher
0: right right yeah and
1: and and numbers as well like 30 40
0: Mm, it sounds so much more sophisticated to me <laughs> <laughs> that's my bias towards british english it sounds smarter and more yeah. sophisticated i well, don't know, you know why it
1: just that's does. because it is because it is obviously. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> uh, no that's very interesting that's a very interesting thing that sort of a To American ears, a British accent like mine sounds very sophisticated and intelligent, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which is interesting. It's also always interesting to me that so many uh, bad guys in American movies have upper class British accents as well.
0: Right. For example,
1: who, who is coming to mind? Well, just like most of the guys on the Death Star in Star Wars. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating. We've,
1: we've, we've analyzed their attack plans, sir, and it may be that they have found a weakness. Would you like me to prepare your escape pod? I love you that. Know, in our moment of triumph, mm-hmm. you know, it'd be ridiculous. Right, right. Uh, hmm. So the bad guys often have these sort of British uh, upper class accents, which is pretty interesting. Maybe something about british and american history there that kind of you yeah. know the um the empire sure the old empire sure, sure. they're, all, they're all upper class british people
0: yeah for sure <laughs> we right now the the series the crown is really hot in the us what do people in england think about that series or is it's, that what what's the word on the street around that tv series
1: it's it's really popular yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, okay. it's it's a very well made show and lots of people watch it i mean you know the the subject of the royal family that's another podcast for another time sure um but uh you know, people have got divided opinions about the royals, um, which is something we could go into at a, a later well, have, date, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the show is, yeah, it's you know, people love the show. It's a, it's a very good show. Absolutely,
0: we'll have too. to have you on another, another show, another follow up later in the year in 2024 to talk about that. That would actually be a great topic. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. like that. So that pronunciation so, difference. So the bad guys so, are are British on all the TV shows. Got it.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, R sounds right. So car hard market, car hard yeah. market, computer. Yes. Mm Um, T sounds as well. T in the middle of words can, in American English often can, can become like a D sound. Mm. So when you have a number like 30, Mm -hmm. 40 in American English, that might be like 30, 40, 30, 40.
0: Yeah. You have a good American accent there, Luke. I like it. I like it.
1: (laughs) And and, and lots of other words, like the classic example is bottle of water.
0: Mm, Bottle of water. Right. Right.
1: Right. And then of course... Mm -hmm bottle of water exactly whereas it, and in england or in the uk it would be like a bottle of water although some people in 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 england like in london might say bottle of water
0: right okay so yeah just so a that, little bit different mm-hmm.
1: that's a regional difference so there's okay. r sounds t sounds uh certain certain words in american english so, so words in, in, certain words in British English that are pronounced with an R sound mm-hmm. are not pronounced with that sound in American English. So words like dance, after, and trance, mm-hmm. how would you say those words?
0: So I would say dance, after,
1: and trance. Oh, that's interesting, because that's th- two different vowel sounds. So di- dance. how do you say dance
0: again? Yeah, it's kind of nasally, dance dance. dance. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'd say after, but you say after, after ah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so trans. Ah becomes more like an ah sound.
0: Yes. I would not say in so.
1: every, sorry, not in every single word, um, sure. I should point out. I mean, there's always lots of exceptions and things and people can Google this and there are pages yeah. like even Wikipedia is actually a very good place to go hmm. to find out more, more specifics um one more sound as well it, that's just like words in english that are pronounced with an Oh sound mhm like right. oh. oh that's like got or hot or dog or lost or fog okay how would you say those words
0: so i would say got hot dog lost and fog and how say uh. it again say your pronunciation of those words
1: got hot oh. dog lost yeah. and fog
0: so the mouth shape is clearly different oh oh Yeah, completely different.
1: That's that's, ah, whereas in American English, like uh, ah, I think. We
0: open our mouths a bit bigger, I think. Yeah. Interesting.
1: I got a hot dog.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Okay.
1: Now, now this one thing I noticed, and I thought I'd share this with you because uh, this is something I hadn't really realized. I mean, Mm. obviously, when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. But it hadn't struck me. This is relating to French loan words. Yeah, tell me about
0: this. Yeah.
1: So, loan words are words that are loaned from one language to another language. In this case, it's words that basically are French words that we use in English. Okay. And what's really interesting about this is that the word stress between UK English and American English is totally different with these words. Okay. Interesting. So... I've got two groups. The mm-hmm. first group is um, in, in America, these words would probably be pronounced with the stress on the last syllable. Okay. But in the UK, they are pronounced with the stress on the first syllable. Hmm. Okay. So I'll say them with British English and then mm-hmm. maybe with American English. So we, in, 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 in the UK, you would go to the theatre to see a, a, um, a ballet. Mm-hmm. whereas in english you go and see a ballet interesting right?
0: okay this is fascinating because aubrey and i just recorded an episode for all Year's english about french words and apparently there are thousands of them in the english language tons well
1: yes i mean yeah yeah i mean a lot Wars. of our words come, come, come from, from french, french anyway yeah. because of the history and you know sure, yeah. 1066 and, yeah. and the, the norman invasion yeah. um, but we didn't but yeah i mean this, this list this list mm-hmm. goes on. We've got sort of, uh, um so ballet, and you'd say ballet, a uh, barrage, you say barrage, mm-hmm. baton, you say baton, yeah. mm-hmm. beret, you'd say beret. beret. Uh, is that right?
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. A beret, baton. Um You said battle. Is that the other one you ba- said?
1: Barrage. Uh, barrage. A barrage.
0: Yeah, 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 a barrage. Yeah. What else? Give me a few uh, more.
1: B-day, uh, you would say Bidet, right?
0: Bidet, yeah. We don't we don't have those, so we don't say that word that much. But yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, brochure, you would say.
0: Brochure. I don't actually know that word. Brochure. Is- oh, brochure. No? I didn't even understand your pronunciation there, <laughs> Luke was like, What is he saying? Brochure. Bro- sure. The little piece of paper when you enter a some, a show or something. Brochure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Th- this list goes on. We have buffet and buffet, chauffeur and chauffeur, cliche and cliche collage collage debris debris
0: mm-hmm. huge you differences know? why is this that we uh, w- w- i mean how did this happen
1: <laughs> i have to say i i don't know i'm sorry i know that that uh, we're not allowed to say that are we as english teachers <laughs> we well are. i don't know but we um are. in this case i i'm afraid i don't know but it's certainly interesting and uh, I mean, I could go on with that list, but I won't. But then there's the other group, which is where in the UK, they're pronounced with the stress on the last syllable. But in the US, you put the, the, the stress on the first syllable. So mm-hmm. that would be in English, I would need if I was going to send you a letter, I would need your address. Okay, but in the US, it's your address. So
0: That one is a little bit flexible. In the U.S. Uh That one might be a little bit of an asterisk. We'll put on that one because I've heard Americans say address and your address. I've actually heard both. There may be a few here that get a little pass. Sure. Yeah.
1: A little flexibility. Um, Other examples. In the U.K., you'd smoke a cigarette. And Mm -hmm. in the U.S., you might smoke a cigarette.
0: Yeah, cigarette. Yeah, so, mm, a little cigarette
1: bit of... or cigarette.
0: I would actually put the stress on that one in the and the last syllable, cigarette. Okay, a cigarette. Interesting.
1: Yeah. How about the word magazine?
0: Magazine. It would be at the end. Do you same? Ask... Okay, so that one yeah, we, magazine
1: we... at the end. Ah,
0: magazine. We okay. sync up on that one. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't say magazine. No, we'd say magazine. What about mayonnaise? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. I say mayonnaise. 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 Same. I don't say mayon. So mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: Well, we can just forget this. this Get forget about that part of list. the list.
0: <laughs> no, but the first piece was really fascinating, the way we've just decided to pronounce it completely differently. Opposite, uh, actually, in terms yeah. of first syllable, second syllable.
1: Interesting. There's lo- loads of other words in that list. We've got like um, uh, a duvet and a duvet, a garage and a garage. Huh. Um, yes. Um, garage ma- for sure. And duvet. Mass- massage and massage massage
0: in american english we say massage so those ones are clearly different yeah and yeah so maybe we'll have to have a linguist on the show to kind of explain the you know sociolinguistics historical linguistic angle on on why on how that ended up happening and and being so different i love that luke thanks for bringing that to our attention though i feel like we've been talking a little bit on the show about french words coming into english because you're right there are so many of them and it's so important to understand where the language comes from right Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah I love that. Mm. Should we move on here, Luke, to vocabulary? Do we have anything specific around vocab that you want so to share? So, vo-
1: vocab is along with you know just accent. Vocab is probably the most recognizable difference, um, yeah. and there are some obvious, some well-known examples that many people will be familiar with if they've ever Googled this. Uh, let me just take you a f- take you through some of the main, most noticeable word differences, mm-hmm. and we'll do this as a quiz, right? So, in yeah, in the UK when you you, you, you've got a baby, your baby wears something so that if they need to go to the toilets, you know, it's not a big mess. So you need to change your baby's nappy Mm -hmm. in America, we say diaper, right? How about rubbish? You you throw away the rubbish?
0: Yeah, we tend to say garbage or trash. We did a whole episode on the two.
1: (laughs) Yeah, really garbage
0: or trash. Yes. Yeah. But we don't say rubbish as much. We know the word, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's garbage or trash in American English.
1: Um, where do you put the, uh, garbage or trash in, in the UK? We put it, you put it in the trash can and um, mm-hmm. what, where do we put rubbish? Do you know? You
0: probably put it in the bin.
1: Yep. Yeah, There exactly. you go.
0: Boom. Got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the UK, in the US, you would, you know, get up in the morning, put on a, you know, shirt and some pants. Mm-hmm. And you... in the UK, we, we put your, we'd put our pants on, but then we put on something else. Oh,
0: I was gonna say put your trousers on, but that's not the answer.
1: Because trousers is the answer. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Because okay. pants in the oh. UK means underpants. Underwear.
0: Oh, that is so confusing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that one I wasn't aware of that there was that <laughs> difference. Okay. <laughs> so that's important to know. So it's underpants, the first thing you put on in the US and in the UK, it's pants, and then trousers go on top of that. Whereas in, in the US pants go on top of underpants. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what else have you got uh, for me? Uh, where would you park a car in the States?
0: You would park a car in a parking lot
1: or a driveway. U- a driveway or a parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. A parking lots. What about in the UK? Do you know?
0: Actually, I don't know.
1: A car park.
0: Yeah. Also very different. We do not use that in, in American English at all at all
1: sounds sounds very british doesn't it a car park i'm just (laughs) gonna find a car park a
0: car park yes i love it i love it anything else
1: this is one of my favorite ones so if you um what's the word for it if you need to answer the call of nature
0: uh huh. Yep. Right. Okay.
1: You're in yep. a restaurant. Excuse mm-hmm. me. I just need to go to the, uh, if you if, if yeah. you'd excuse me for a moment, where do you go when yeah. you feel the call of nature?
0: So we have two things we say. So the more highbrow thing to say is restroom. That's a little more polite. And then if you're just speaking casually bathroom, but both are acceptable.
1: Okay. Restroom and bathroom, which is interesting because as far as I'm aware, you're not doing either of those things. (laughs) Uh, You're not going, you're not going to go and have a rest.
0: And not going to take a bath. Right.
1: Or have a bath or take a bath. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Okay. uh, And when you, forgive me for being maybe a bit too specific about this, but when you do go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. what do you sit on? On the toilet. Right. So what about in the UK? Where do we go and what do we sit on?
0: I think you go to the loo, don't you? Or yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. And you sit on the. Mm, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Today, I don't.
1: <laughs> it's the same thing. We sit on the same thing, listeners. Don't worry. We're not. Okay. It's, good. You know. I'm
0: like, what are you? What are we referring to here? Yeah. <laughs> and so, what's the difference there?
1: Well, it's the toilet as well. So, so we go to the toilet and we sit yeah. on the toilet. So the room Who's and the thing. Forward
0: now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. No. So the room that we go to is called the toilet or the loo, which is short for lavatory. Yeah. You might hear WC meaning water closet which is a bit old fashioned or the gents or ladies. Yeah. But you go to the go to the toilet and you sit on the toilet. And so it, when British people go to America and they say excuse me do you know can you tell me where the toilet is or where's Luke or oh, he's in the toilet what he's in the toilet? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what
0: it is that Americans have with saying the word toilet. You know if you're in a restaurant I think we just feel like it's too direct. Um, I also wonder if this is about the setup of homes in British homes, is the toilet literally in the same place as the, as the bath, the tub, or is it a separate room?
1: This is a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this is the, this is my kind of question, Lindsay, <laughs> yeah. this is my sort of topic. I have yeah, to say, toilets, Okay, Love it. Uh, so, um, so yeah, it's very common for the toilet itself to be in the same room as your bath
0: okay so that's not yeah. what we're talking that's not the problem
1: okay that's not the problem no i don't know what the i don't know what the, the problem is the problem Lindsay. is that
0: americans are conservative we are we're we ha- we're just a little it's weird like we have a very kind of i don't know upfront culture but also kind of conservative in certain weird ways and we don't yes. want to say the word toilet like at a dinner table it's say last night i was at a steakhouse which i don't even really like steak but i went out for steak last night I had a great time and people got up to use the bathroom but we don't want to say the word toilet around like wine and steak do you know what i mean
1: yeah totally yeah no i, I get it yeah, i get it yeah um it's just interesting yeah. fascinating isn't it like l- very little sort of uh features of our culture or our psychology just like find their way into the language um mm-hmm. i mean you know could go on yeah um in, in 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 the us you eat candy kids love to eat candy in the uk mm-hmm. kids love to eat do you know oh mm. i don't know i don't know that one S- sweets
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough. I suppose yeah, we do sometimes use the word sweets. Uh, but it would it would be more broad, right? Your mom would say, "Oh, you can't have any sweets tonight." That means you can't have any ice cream or candy. It's the broad category okay. in the US. Yeah. For
1: us, sweets means exactly the same thing as candy means in in, Fascinating. in the States. Like a, a bag of candy, you know. Yeah. Um in the U- in the US, you play soccer. In the UK, we play
0: We play, you guys play football. Of course we know that one. Well, the whole world plays football. We are the weird ones with that one, Luke. Although
1: you know, the word soccer is actually originally a British word. Did you know that? Is that true? I did not know. When Americans like, oh, you guys play soccer and British people are like, it's not soccer, it's football. (laughs) Actually the word soccer comes from the original name of football, which was association football. there were different types of football there was association rules football and rugby rules football which I now see. is known as rugby right, right? Mm-hmm. association football the so part the soc in association Come. that became soccer,
0: soccer. Okay. so it's actually
1: a British word so when British people are like it's actually called football not soccer then you can kind of say actually soccer is a British word Luke from Luke's English podcast give you
0: you them a little history lesson I love it so we're not totally out in left field by saying soccer but we are the only ones really in the world that use that in a modern way yeah, uh, yeah, fascinating yeah, yeah. this is awesome Luke I mean this is I feel like we could go on forever but I think for today we have to wrap it up this is great I'm, I'm excited to have you on maybe we will have to have you on next summer and talk about the royal family or another yeah. kind of modern topic in British culture. Super interesting. These differences are subtle. And as we've said, I think it's important to know we can always connect. You and I are connecting, having a laugh, having fun today. It should never stop connection, right? Luke, any final hmm. message for our listeners around these points?
1: Um, I mean, just simply, it's it's fun to notice the differences, you know, and try to identify when yeah. you're listening to someone you know, is this person, where's this person from? It's, it's quite a fun game to play where you yeah. try and work out where they come from. And yeah, like I said at the beginning, don't be too hung up on the, uh, the, the differences. The, the, um, the majority of the time, the language is the same. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. Even if you mix it up a little bit, it really doesn't matter that much. So don't see it as a barrier. See it more as a, just an interesting thing to explore.
0: And a way to start conversations, right? We can have conversations. Our listeners can have conversations with their friends, British or English, or British or American, and 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 ask about you know how do you say this? What do you call this? And it can start a really cool moment of connection. I love it. Thank you again, Luke, for being on the show. Great to see you again, and we hope to yeah. see you back on Aller's English again soon. All right?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, I'll speak to you soon. Okay. okay.
0: Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.